Okay, so let's begin lying down today. So finding Shavasana, lying on your back. And if you've had kind of a, a busy day and you have lots on your mind, perhaps a little wound up, too many cups of coffee, whatever it might be, <laughs> then I recommend taking your heels wide apart. And you can also take your arms out away from your body. This will signal your nervous system to soften a little bit. And if you're on the other end of the spectrum, you're maybe a little tired, you've had kind of a quieter day, whatever might be going on, then keep your feet a little closer together, arms a little closer to the body. And then palms are face up. And see if you can find a sense of letting the bones of the body feel heavy so that you feel the weight of gravity drawing the bones toward the earth. See if you can soften the face muscles, separating the teeth so the jaw is soft. Let the tongue drop toward the throat. Letting the brow melt. Letting the eyes drop into their sockets. Noticing your body breathing. Noticing the effects of the breath as you breathe without watching the breath. It doesn't seem to have quite the same effect as when you really pay attention. You start to become aware of the breath. And as your mind focuses on the breath, it has a calming and balancing effect. And as you breathe here, just taking notice of your current state of being. How do you feel? Do you feel balanced? Do you feel rested? 
or do you feel imbalanced, restless, overwhelmed? See if you can notice what it is that you're feeling without trying to fix it or change it. So we have that tendency if we notice that we're tired or feeling a little fried that we start trying to fix it. We start pushing against it or pushing it away. And that just creates more stress and more imbalance. See if you can notice what you're feeling without fixing or changing it. Just notice it, watch it, see it for what it is. It's just a sensation. It's an experience within your body, within your mind. So observing without fixing or changing things doesn't mean that we don't care or we don't seek um, inner growth or progress or healing in our lives. It simply means the first step is awareness. You have to look and see things as they are without labeling them without taking immediate action so that you can sit in that silent space and let your intuition start to speak to you. And through that intuition, you'll find your way to balance whatever right action is required. Keeping your mind on your breath, begin to slowly move the toes, just the toes, as if you're discovering for the first time that you're in a body and that you have toes. Kind of a sense of wonderment, amazement that you have these little, what do we call them, stubby appendages <laughs> that... <laughs> that you can move. And then let that movement come into the feet, the ankles, maybe rolling the ankles or flexing and pointing the feet. Again, just super slow so that you can experience the sensation <coughs> fully. And then you can either keep moving the feet or let the movement go. And begin to move your fingers, same way that you began moving your toes. 
that sense of amazement that you have the ability to move these fingers. And then perhaps rolling the wrist or flexing and pointing the wrist. And then you can continue the movement in the hands and in the feet if you choose, or you can let go of those movements and then start to turn your head from side to side to feel the scalp rolling along the floor. Again, that same slow movement as if you're discovering that you have a head and a neck for the first time. Almost a sense of childlike innocence in the movement. Have you ever noticed how children are amazed at everything? Especially the younger they are, the less they've been influenced by our high-tech culture that takes them out of their body and into their mind a little too much, causes an imbalance. So when you feel ready, stretch your arms over your head so you're reaching for the wall behind you. And then reach your toes forward toward the wall in front of you. And just find some nice length through the sides of the body and out through the limbs. Still breathing. Good. And then when you feel satisfied, go ahead and release the stretch and roll onto your right side. Just curl up on your right side, perhaps supporting your head with your right arm. and just attending to the breath and to the body. The sense of nurturing yourself here in the moment. And that's really what brings us to the yoga mat. <clears throat> Whether we're consciously aware of it or not, is we're seeking that nurturing, that sense of being held and being cared for, and that sense of finding balance. One more deep breath in and exhale. Ah. Good. Press down firmly through your left hand. Use your arms to come up. And find your way to child's pose. So you're sitting back on your heels. Your big toes are touching one another. The knees are as wide as feels comfortable for you. And I usually give the guideline of wide enough that your ribs or your tummy can start to drop through between the thigh bones. Forehead is resting on the floor and arms are extended forward with the elbows resting down or if you want a more active opening for the shoulders you can crawl the fingertips forward so the elbows are off the earth. 
And again, just deepening your breath focus. Long, smooth inhales. Long, smooth exhales. Good. Go ahead and come up to all fours. So <clears throat> like a tabletop position so that your wrists are aligned under your shoulders and your knees are aligned under your hips. You're pressing the center of the palm into the earth and the center of the foot so your toenails are in contact with the earth. Feel this foundation as you root through the hands and feet. Notice the sense of strength that comes into the body, <clears throat> a solid sense of support. And then make sure that there's not any sway in your back to begin with. Draw your lower belly toward your spine without moving your spine. And then take your right arm and reach it straight out in front of you. Thumb points toward the ceiling. Hand is approximately at shoulder level. And we'll just keep the eyes looking toward the floor so the crown of the head is reaching straight forward, same direction as the hand. Good, maintain the press of the left palm and both feet. The lower belly, again, is drawn in so there's no sway in the low back. Steady breathing. One more inhale at your own pace. Exhale, bring your hand down to the floor. Pause and feel the weight evenly on all fours. Breathe in and exhale it out. Good. Left arm extends forward, hand in line with shoulder. Thumb points towards ceiling. So you're reaching forward through the arm bones. At the same time, the shoulder blades are moving down the back, creating space around the base of the neck. Right palm and both feet are pressing down. And again, you have that support of Uddiyana Bandha, the low belly tissue is drawn in toward the spine. Jaws relaxed. Tongue is soft. And one more inhale. And then exhale, bring the hand down to the mat. Go ahead and go ahead and find your way back to child's pose.
And then preparing to come to downward dog. So in child's pose, just crawling your fingertips forward till the arm bones straighten. Palms are sitting so that the middle finger points straight ahead and the arm bones are parallel to one another. And then shift your weight up to all fours. Curl your toes under and lift the hips up and back to downward dog. Soft through the knees so that you're getting a full extension in the spine before thinking about straightening the legs. So straightness of the legs is secondary to the length that you're finding in your spine. Eyes are looking either between the feet or up toward the navel. Inside edges or thumb edges of the hand are pressing firmly. Outer wrist is light. Feel the shoulder blades move away from one another so the base of the neck is soft. And on your next inhale, lift your heels slowly. Use the full inhale to lift the heels as high as you can. And then as you exhale, use the entire exhale to bring the heels back down. And then two more of those on your own. So following the inhale as you lift and the exhale as you lower. You're moving at the pace of your breath. And once you've completed, just pressing the heels evenly toward the floor. And then go ahead and shift your weight forward so you're coming out to plank position. Armpits over the wrist. Heels are pressing straight back. Thighs are pressing toward the ceiling. So there's a long straight line from the crown of the head to the heels. Lower belly is in. Feel a sense of upward lifting under your body without changing the position of your body. So it's an energetic lift under the body. Good, so I can see it happening in your body. Make sure you feel that. Inhale deeply. As you exhale, lower yourself to the floor. Try to land on one line. If you need to, put your knees down first. So think moving through Chaturanga all the way down onto your belly. Good. And then releasing the toes behind you so the toenails are flat on the floor. And we'll just take a baby cobra or low cobra. So the feet and the hips press down, the kneecaps are off of the floor. And you're peeling the chin and the chest off of the floor. But make sure you keep the back of your neck wrinkle free. Good, elbows are moving toward the ribs and toward the feet. Heels roll out away from one another. So you're really gluing your pinky toenail down. Again, notice any hardening in the body. See if you can soften. So you can soften the buttocks. The spine muscles are doing the work. The jaw, the tongue can remain soft. One more inhale. Exhale, lower your chin, lower your knees. Then as you inhale, push back up to all fours, to hands and knees. And then exhale, come to downward facing dog. Good. Go ahead and drop your right heel down in downward dog. Left knee is soft. 
Breathing into the back of the right leg. And then go ahead and switch sides. So left heel pressing down, right knee soft. Sending the breath to where you're feeling the most sensation. And then go ahead and come back to pressing both heels evenly. Feeling full downward dog posture. And then bring the knees to the mat and find child's pose. Steady breath in and out through the nose. Make sure you're still in that role of observer. Not trying to fix or change anything, simply observing how you feel and what your experience of the present moment is. Check in to make sure you're being supportive of yourself. Giving yourself whatever you need during your practice to feel supported, to feel nurtured. Good, so let's return to all fours. Tabletop position, wrist under shoulders, knees under hips. Palms and shoelaces, so where your shoelaces would normally be, you're pressing down. Again, lower belly is drawn toward the spine, preparing for cat-cow. So first inhale deeply. As you exhale, find cat pose. So you're pushing the floor away, the middle of the back curls up toward the ceiling. Your chin and your tailbone move toward the belly button. And then as you inhale, find cow posture. Take your tailbone back and up, your heart forward between your arm bones, and look forward or slightly up. Good. Exhaling again, curling to cat. Everything curls in toward the belly button. And then as you inhale, cow posture. Everything moves away from the belly button. Really press your hands down in cow. Feel the front of your shoulder activate. Good. Exhaling to curl. And then just begin to move at your own pace so that you're not running out of breath during the movement. The movement is following the pace of the breath. And just a couple of more rounds. Staying with your experience. Next time you come through cow tilt, I'd like you to stay in cow tilt. Walk your hands forward one handprint so your chin and your tailbone are lifted. Hands walk forward one handprint. Keep cow tilt in your spine. Curl your toes under. Move toward downward dog, but keep that cow tilt as long as you can so your chin's going to stay lifted until the very last moment when you enter downward dog. Good. Really feel cow as you move into dog. Beautiful. That's it. So entering down dog this way gives you the opportunity to feel the extension in your spine a little more clearly. Good. Just maintaining your breath here.
and then as you inhale, shift your weight forward, find plank position. Stay here, feel that sense of lifting in the underbelly, your tailbone is moving toward the heels. The abdominals are fully activated. So feel your abdominals pulling up into your spine and move your tailbone toward your heel. Oh, there, feel that active? Good. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Exhale, lower down slowly, chaturanga, to the floor. Use your knees if you'd like. Good. And then low cobra. So come up slowly into your low cobra. So, and um, how you grunted when you felt that plank activate, that's how it should feel. It should be this kind of oomph that happens in the pose and suddenly everything's turned on, everything's lit up and it starts making sense. Good, last couple of breaths. Make sure your little toes are really pressing down so the heels are rolling out slightly. Spine is doing the work. Buttocks are soft. Good, inhale deeply. As you exhale, lower your chin, lower your kneecaps. Inhale, push up to all fours. And exhale, find your way back into downward facing dog. Good, breathing, breathing, breathing. And soften your knees a little bit. Good. And scoot your left foot a little closer to your right foot. And then sweep your right foot very slowly toward the ceiling. Three-legged down dog. Rolling your right pinky toes toward toe, rather, unless you do have two of them, <laughs> toward the floor so that you're keeping the toes pointed toward the floor, your hips are level. Good. One more deep breath in. As you breathe out, simply bring the right foot back down to the floor. Good. Move the right foot a little closer to the left foot. And then as you inhale, take the left foot up toward the ceiling. Same idea, rolling the pinky toe of the left foot toward the floor so that the hips stay level. Spread the toes. Breathe full and deep. Good. So roll the entire thigh. There you go. Last inhale, exhale, bring the left foot back to the floor and situate the feet so they're at your normal width for downward dog. Bring the knees to the mat and find child's pose. Again, in that role of observer, watching, noticing, Breathing. And then we'll come back up to all fours. Wrist under shoulders, knees under hips. 
firm foundation. Take what you've learned from the previous tabletop positions and apply that. Feet, hands, and low belly. Good, and then take your right arm out like a wing so it's out laterally to your right. Palm faces the floor, and just take a look at the right hand so it's no higher or lower than your shoulder, ideally. And then you can either continue to look at um, the hand or you can look down at the floor. Whatever feels good on your neck. Good, steady, steady breath. Then begin to press your left hand into the floor a little bit more. Roll the right arm open toward the ceiling, almost like an airplane banking to take a turn. Inhale deeply. As you exhale, bring that right hand down and thread it under the left arm until your right shoulder and your right ear come down to the floor. So this is thread the needle or thread the loop pose. Situate your left hand so it's directly um, in front of your face. So the thumb is sort of in front of your nose. And your left elbow is pointing up toward the ceiling. Good. Now begin to press your left hand into the mat so that you're drawing your left shoulder back so it's aligning over your right shoulder. Good. Stay with your breath. So this is a wonderful shoulder opener, neck opener, so you're breathing into the shoulders, the neck, the spine is enjoying that gentle spiral. Last inhale. As you exhale, deepen the twist. You're pressing into the hand. Good. And then come back to center. Press your left hand down to come up to all fours. So you're back in tabletop position. Good. Walk your hands forward about three inches and shift your hips forward a little. Good. Okay, so second side, taking the left arm out laterally, so out to your left. Check the wrist, line it right up with your shoulder. You're reaching out through the arm bones, shoulder blades are moving down your back. And you feel rooted through the right palm, both feet, and your lower belly. On your next inhale, press your right hand down more, open the wing up. Because you're opening up toward the ceiling. On your next inhale, open up a tiny bit more. As you exhale, bring the left hand down and thread the loop. So you're taking the left arm under the right arm until your left shoulder and your left ear are on the floor. Situate your right hand so the palm is flat to the floor, the thumb is directly in front of your nose, and the right elbow points up toward the ceiling. Good. Press gently into the right hand to guide the right shoulder toward alignment over top of the left shoulder. It may not be stacked perfectly, but you're just moving toward having the shoulders stacked. Good. Steady breathing. Notice what feels good about the posture. Where do you feel release happening?
One more breath in as you breathe out, deepen the posture just a little bit. And then slowly come back to center, so you're pressing your right hand down, come up to all fours. Good, walk your hands forward, one handprint. Find cow tilt once again in your spine, tailbone and chin up. Inhale deeply as you exhale, curl the toes under. Go back to down dog, keep your chin lifted till very last the head drops through as you finally enter the posture. Good. And then go ahead and shift your weight out again into plank position. Find that power in the underbelly of the pose. So you tilt your tailbone toward the heels and feel your abdominals engage as if there's a force underneath of you pressing the underbody up. Good. Keep that sense of lift. Inhale deeply. Maybe put your knees down as you exhale lower to the floor. Elbows stay close to the body as you lower. <laughs> Good. Good, and then one more time, cobra posture. Feet and hips pressed down, kneecaps, chin, and chest peel off of the floor. Keep the back of the neck wrinkle-free. That always makes me think of ironing for some reason when I say that. <laughs> like starching and ironing. Good, steady breath. See where you can soften in the posture. So make sure you have like some play room in your pose so it's not all work and no play. You want to seek balance, challenging feelings with blissful feelings. One more inhale. As you exhale, lower your chin, lower your kneecaps. Push up to all fours. And find your way to downward facing dog. So good to hear everyone breathing. Start to walk your hands toward your feet, like a walking meditation, feeling each sensation in the palms. Once your heels are on the earth, keep walking the hands back until you're in Uttanasana, standing forward bend. Feet pressing firmly into the earth, knees can be soft. And you're just cascading the spine over the legs, letting the head and the arms hang heavy for now. And then we'll enjoy a few spine rolls. So keep the arms heavy, keep the head heavy. Use the downward press of the feet to begin to round up one vertebra at a time. So we're using Downward press, downward energy to create upward rising, upward energy. It's like a pilgrimage through the spine. 
this investigation, learning what the spine needs. Once you're all the way up, the arms hang heavy by the sides. Try not to do anything with your hands if you can avoid it. It's okay if you're a little rumpled. And then after you've had a breath or two to stand and just feel how your body feels, then go ahead and come down again. So you'll start inhaling and then exhale to drop your chin down and start to travel back down one vertebra at a time. So even though you're rolling down, continue to press the feet firmly into the earth. Keep your knees unlocked. So you're maintaining support through the legs. Good. Once you're all the way down in the forward bend and Uttanasana, let each exhale create more space in the spine. So you soften the spine on each exhale. On each inhale, you strengthen the legs, pressing the feet down. So it's this cycle of inhaling to strengthen the legs, exhaling to soften the spine, soften the mind. And then we'll come up again. So pressing your feet down firmly, head and arms heavy, round up. Nice and slow. So the same way that we use the hands walking toward the feet as a walking meditation, this is a walking meditation through your spinal column. Visualizing each vertebra if you can, if you have some awareness of anatomy. The spinal cord moving through the spine, the bundles of nerves that branch off and feed your body that allow you to feel all of these wonderful sensations. And again, once you're all the way up, that sense of heaviness in the arm bones and just breathing into your experience. Good. Again, inhale deeply. Exhale, bring your chin to the chest and round down all the way to standing forward bend, Uttanasana. Letting go of any sense of holding in the shoulders. The shoulders are really soft. Face muscles are relaxed. Again, once you're all the way into Uttanasana, standing forward bend, simply breathing that cycle of inhaling to press the feet down and strengthen the legs, exhaling to soften the spine. Beautiful. Press the feet down and come up one vertebra at a time to standing. You 
using the feet to rise up. Breathing as you are moving. And once you're all the way up, just standing tall, kind of rolling around in the sensations that you're experiencing. As the feet press into the floor, the crown of the head rises toward the ceiling. As if you're trying to touch the ceiling with your head. Good, and then opening your eyes, bringing your hands together in front of your heart. See if you can find a sense of standing equally through your two legs. You'll tend to favor one over the other. See if you can balance that out here for a moment. Feel the tailbone moving down toward the heels, to that point between your heels. Good, and then we'll move into tree. So what I'd like you to feel is the sense where you're standing in the two legs evenly, and then pay attention to how it feels to shift the weight off center onto one foot. So we'll go to the right foot. <laughs> Good, and then feel how it feels to lift the left foot into tree pose. So you're focusing on those transition sensations. Placing the foot wherever it feels appropriate for you today. The foot can be anywhere along the inner right leg as long as you're not touching foot to knee. And then keeping your eyes steady on a focal point, something about six inches in front of you on the floor, or you can look at the wall at eye level, whatever gives you a better sense of balance. And then keeping the elbows floating out so your armpits are open. You can continue to stay with the hands at the heart or extend the arms out or up. Good, maintaining that even fluid breath. And then if you've extended your arms, go ahead and bring the arms back in so your palms are together at the heart. And then gently releasing your right foot to the floor. If you need to, you can give your left foot a gentle shake. Did I just say the feet backwards? I think I did, sorry. Shake out your right foot. <laughs> and then again, find that sense of standing equally through both legs. Good. And then pay attention to how it feels to shift your weight off center into the left foot. Pay attention to how it feels to lift your right foot and bring the right foot up into tree.
when you're paying attention to the transitional movements, not just the posture that you're holding, but the movement sensations that bring you to that posture, it kind of brings a sense of almost Tai Chi-like movement into your yoga practice. Brings in qualities of the feminine or the yin energies. Can have a very soothing and meditative effect to your practice. Again, eyes are on a focal point if you feel drawn to extend the arms or to move the arms. Sometimes movement meditation can be part of a pose. If you're feeling drawn to do so, just follow that. Your body knows what it needs today. Sometimes holding a posture steady isn't what it needs. Sometimes it needs the rotation, the movement, and the joints. All the while you're breathing, giving yourself space to be as you are. And then if your arms are extended, bring your hands back together at the heart. Inhale deeply, exhale, set your right foot back down on the floor. Shake out your left foot if needed. And come back to standing equally on your two feet. And then go ahead and turn sideways on your mat. Actually, just turn. I'm going to stand in the middle here. So just turn so that you can see me, whatever way feels good for you. And step your feet about three feet apart. If you have longer legs than mine, maybe go slightly wider. <laughs> Most everyone on the planet does. <laughs> and then your toes are neither pointing in or out, but straight ahead. Bring your hands onto your hips. And we're entering horse stance. Before we go into the pose, I would like for you to feel what it feels like to have your spine upright here, just at standing, and see if you can maintain that as we enter the pose. So inhale deeply. Exhale, begin to bend your knees to your degree. It'll feel a little bit awkward if you're new to this pose. Keep the spine upright, so nothing changes from the hips up, just the knees bend. Good, don't try to push the knees any lower than that natural boundary that you find. Good, press the outer edges, pinky toe edges of the feet down. You'll feel your inner ankles lift a bit. Make sure the big toe knuckle stays rooted. And then bring your hands together in front of your heart, shoulder blades down the back. You can stay here or open your palms out to the sides. Palms face the ceiling, elbows move slightly toward the ribs as you bring the base of the shoulder blades together. Good, one more breath in. As you exhale, press your feet down to straighten your legs. Inhale, bring your hands together at your heart. And exhale the breath. Good. 
So this time turn your feet out. Keep the feet wide, but turn the toes out to your degree. If you have a dance background, think of a plie. And hands stay together at the heart. Inhale deeply, exhale. Start to bend your knees, dropping the hips down. Just come down to your degree. And then you can stay here and work hands at the heart. Or you can bring your hands onto your thighs, close to the knee joint. And then again, option is to stay here at center or dip your left shoulder toward your right knee. So you're creating a little bit of a twist in the spine. And the hands are pressing the knees open ever so slightly. Keep dropping your hips down. And you can turn the chin to look up and over the right shoulder. Good, deep breathing. And come back to center and try the other side. Good. Drop the hips a little bit more. Good, on your next inhale, come back to center. Exhale, press the feet into the floor, come up. Good, inhale, bring the hands together at the heart. And exhale the breath. Good, walk your feet back in. And then come to standing again at the back of your mat, facing the front of your mat. Release your hands down by your hips. Soften the wrists, soften the finger bones. And we'll prepare for one more spine roll. Inhale deeply. Exhale, bring the chin to the chest and round down one vertebra at a time. And once you're all the way into that forward bend, Again, find that cycle of breath where you're inhaling to strengthen the legs by pressing the feet down. Exhaling to soften and lengthen the spine. Good, walking your hands forward, find downward facing dog posture. And so this downward dog, you'll decide how long you're in the down dog. So when you feel ready to come out of the posture, come down and rest in child's pose. We'll all meet there.
Resting deeply in child's pose once you get there. Just really drinking in the nectar of the posture. Okay, so let's find our way up to a seated position. Just extending your legs straight out in front of your body. If you'd like, you can sit on the edge of your blanket. If you'd like to elevate your hips if you know that you typically have tight hips or hamstrings. And if you're going to sit on that edge, once you sit on the blanket, kind of scoot forward until you feel like the sits bones are going to fall off of the blanket. So right at that edge of falling off the blanket. And then feet are together, if possible. Press your thigh bones down into the earth as you spread your toes and press outward through your heels. Good. Feel how solid this feels. And then inhale deeply. As you exhale, begin to fold forward. Keep your spine long as you fold, so you're not just collapsing through the spine. You can walk your hands forward to your degree. And just notice what you're feeling in the hamstrings. Keep sending the breath into any pockets of tension, inviting them to soften, to expand. Check back in to make sure your thigh bones are pressing down and your Feet are still awake and active. <sighs> and then slowly coming back up to seated. 
we'll take a variation on this posture doing one leg at a time. So bring your left foot in like tree pose. Let the knee drop open. Good. And then you'll just prepare to fold again, this time just over the right leg. Make sure the right thigh bone is still pressing down and the foot is awake. Toes are spreading. Inhale deeply and then as you exhale, fold over that right leg. For most people, you'll feel a tiny bit more freedom when you do just one leg at a time. See if you can keep the space between your belly button and your heart center open so you're not crunching there. Imagining what movement it would take to smooth out the wrinkles of the flesh there. So it's very subtle. Of course, not all of the wrinkles are going to go away. You're in a forward bend. Let's see if you can start that action of expanding that space between your belly button and your heart center. And this is really what yoga is about. It's about the subtleties. Coming into that quiet space and feeling those small shifts that are taking place. Next time that you inhale, come up nice and slow in a nurturing and supportive way. Go ahead and extend your left leg back out to meet your right leg. And just pause, sitting tall, feeling your breath. And then draw the right foot in for the second side. Right foot in like tree posture. Knee drops out. Left leg is active, thigh bone pressing down, toes spreading. Inhale deeply as you exhale, walk the hands forward folding over the left leg. Opening up the space between the heart and the navel. Last two breaths, they're full, they're deep. And so on your next inhale, coming up slowly. Go 
Good. Straighten your right leg out to meet your left leg. Pause and breathe. Good. And then walk your feet in uh, towards you. So your knees are bent, feet are flat on the floor. Walk them in closely enough that you can wrap your arms around your legs. And then let your back soften and round. Drop your chin in toward your chest. And again, enjoy a few deep breaths. Really breathe into the kidneys, into the back of the lungs. And then placing your hands behind your thighs, come down one vertebra at a time onto your back. If this is strenuous on your spine, if you're working with an injury of any kind, then you can instead just roll over onto your right elbow and then down to your right side and then onto your back. And then once you're on your back, you can go ahead and uh, straighten your legs. Good, so we're heading into Shavasana, final resting posture. So again, just as we took the consideration at the beginning of class on how close or how far to have the arms in toward the body or the feet in toward one another or wide open, you can take that same consideration. So if you still feel a little bit agitated in your nervous system or if your mind is still busy, then the arms and legs go wide. If you're feeling tired, a little sleepy, can bring everything in closer. If you're feeling balanced, find that neutral position. Again, palms are open toward the ceiling. Let the wrists and the fingers relax. The hands will have that natural curl to the fingers. If you prefer, you can have your hands on your belly or one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. Bones of the body are heavy, not from any sense of burden, but from a sense of surrender, letting go into what is. And you rest and breathe, enjoying a quote from Henry Nguyen. We cannot change the world by a new plan, project, or idea. We cannot even change other people by our convictions, stories, advice, and proposals. But we can offer a space where people are encouraged encouraged to disarm themselves, lay aside their occupations and preoccupations, 
and listen with attention and care to the voices speaking in their own center. yourself drop deeper into that space that you've created and disarm let go listen to your body's intuition your own inner guidance
slowly beginning to deepen your breath. Each inhale increasing. And then just as we did at the beginning of the practice, moving the toes. The ankles. The fingers. The wrists. and moving from left to right. And stretching the arms overhead. As the arms stretch back, the legs stretch forward. You may get the urge to yawn. You can just let that happen. And find your way onto your right side, curling up. Pressing your left hand into the earth, use your arms to come up, find your way to a comfortable seated cross leg position. Notice the effects of your practice. We'll sound OM three times. together at the heart. 
feeling the connection. Acknowledging your efforts for stepping onto the mat today. For making your own health and well-being a priority. May the effects of your practice benefit all beings everywhere. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much. Have a great evening. You're welcome.